Alright, this is Sebastian from socialanxietysolutions.com. I'm a former social anxiety disorder sufferer and a social confidence coach. I help people go from social anxiety to calm and at ease and relaxed and having a good time in social situations. Being able to connect, uh, be real, be yourself, enjoy yourself and all that good stuff. And I specialize in using a particular technique to help people overcome their social anxiety. And that technique, one of the techniques that I use that I talk about most, is called EFT. It stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, uh, also known as tapping. And it's a psychological form of acupuncture. But instead of using needles, tap with the tips of your fingers at specific acupressure points in the body. When you do that, it disconnects the emotion from the problem that you're thinking about. It looks weird, it sounds ridiculous, but it is incredible. It helped me overcome my own social anxiety and I've helped hundreds of clients do the same since 2009. And you know, I've got videos, I've got podcasts with experts, so Social Anxiety Solutions on iTunes, go check it out. Now, this is a, a sequel to the previous, uh, of course that's a sequel to the previous video, yeah. And in a, a video last week, I released a video every week, I talked about my client who I saw for the third session. Um, and by the way, I'm shooting these videos in succession. I'm wearing the same shirt, you can't see it. So I don't actually know how he's doing yet because I haven't seen him again. <laughs> told him to email me in a week. Um, but I was gonna talk about how I helped him get to the place where he felt at ease imagining walking over to this girl that he has a crush over and starting a conversation. So in the beginning of the session, he felt anxious imagining that and one of the reasons was that he, one of the threats that his brain was seeing was that she might not like him, okay? So we did some work on that. So what work did we, did, did we do? Well, I helped him get to the place where he liked himself, regardless of what was going on, regardless of the emotions that he was feeling. Now, if you don't like yourself, there's a reason for it. You don't come out of the womb as a baby not liking yourself. So there's programming, things that happen over and over and over in your early childhood that make you not like yourself. For example, if you had the sense that your dad didn't like you, you can form the belief that you're not likable. Or <clears throat> same thing for your mom or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. You can have specific life experiences that are painful and traumatic that can cause you to feel that you're not likable or that people don't like you. You can be bullied for a while, for example. So, And these uh, experiences are then reference experiences, emotional reference experiences that your brain uses as proof, emotional proof uh, that serves as evidence of the, for the belief that you're not likable or that people don't like you. And when you go back to these experiences, in other words, when you think about them and it brings up the emotion, you can do the tapping to discharge those stuck emotions. And in doing so, bit by bit, you can get rid of the belief that you're not likable or people don't like you or whatever the case may be. And so I helped him do that and got him to the place where he liked himself whether he felt anxious or not. So big difference, um, big difference for him. Another thing I told him is like, okay, well, do you have any standards? <laughs> you know, uh, do you know what you're looking for? You know, uh, if you have no standards and you just want, uh, you just want her just because she looks good. All right, uh, that's maybe not so helpful. You know, because then it's like, oh, I'm going into the conversation. You know, please like me. You know, please, please, please. Because uh, I have no standards. However, if you have real standards, then things are going to be different. So I related a story to him of something that happened to me last week. 
So, uh, and by the way, I'm by, I don't come, I'm, I'm not a dating coach by any sense of the imagination, because uh, I'm not good at that, not experienced in that, uh, and all of that kind of stuff. But I do approach a girl every now and then, um, if I'm really attracted to her, okay? So, and that happened last week. So I'm sitting in a cafe, um, and a beautiful girl comes walking in, and I'm like, wow, she has my attention. And she happened to be sitting quite close to me, but with her back to me. And, uh, you know, I missed the opportunity to initially start the conversation. So I'm like, oh man, how, how am I gonna do this? You know, I'm, I'm um, what am I gonna say? Uh, I could just, am I gonna tap her on the shoulder and say, hi, how's it going? My name is Sebastian, could do that, but I didn't really know. And I also felt a bit nervous, but, because of the inner work that I've been doing, because of this tapping that I've been doing, because of the therapy that I've been having, um, I've helped myself get to a place where I'm no longer afraid of feeling anxiety, where I'm no longer upset when I feel nervousness or tension, where I, can, where I trust that I can handle whatever comes my way. So whatever emotions come up, or at least in that situation, <laughs> uh, who knows what I might not be able to handle, but you know, if something, uh, if there is something that I expect I can't handle, nothing that I can think of right now, I would use this technique to uncover what it is, deal with it, and grow myself in psychological strength so that I can handle it. So anyway, because I've developed that psychological and emotional um, mindset and health, really, because it's just a normal state of being, uh, I felt a bit nervous and I was okay with it. So. You know, I, I got uh, I got my food, and the food was uh, wrapped up in uh, in a little uh, napkin, and then with a, with a little with a little straw, and it had and it came with a little um, like like writing, like a, like a fortune cookie, something along the lines of you know, happiness is not to be found in the future, but just in the present, or whatever, some kind of a cheesy thing. So I'm like, that's a great conversation starter. So I took it and I popped that on their table. And I'm kind of like, all right, that's a little bit of social pressure for her. She pretty much has to respond to that. And so she turned around and, um, and we started a conversation. Now, during the conversation, I was actually a bit anxious. Wow, who would have thought, right? And, um, and again, because I have done the inner work, that anxiety didn't make me feel any worse. I wasn't ashamed. I didn't like myself any less because of the anxiety. I like myself just as much. Uh, I didn't feel bad about feeling anxiety. Did I like it? Did I prefer it? Definitely not. Was I in the moment as much? Totally not. Uh, what was, was I able to joke around as much as I usually do? Was I, did I have access to the interesting topics that I, uh, that I can talk about? No, all of that was all diminished. But because I didn't get upset about the anxiety, because I didn't beat myself up about it, because I didn't judge myself for it, the anxiety actually came up and it started to fizzle the longer the conversation lasted. So I allowed the anxiety to be there, I wasn't judging myself, and so, you know, therefore, uh, also because I was telling this story to my client, also because I have qualifications, I know what I'm looking for in a woman. Um, so if a woman, uh, a woman needs to have a sense of humor, she needs to be intelligent, um, and you know, there's some disqualifications. I don't like woman uh, that smokes. If she smokes, yeah, uh, I don't want to be kissing an ashtray. 
if she doesn't take care of herself physically, etc. So I have a couple of qualifications. And so when I'm having a conversation, I'm also screening her just as much as she's screening me. That's going on in the background. And, and, and because of that setup, you know, um, I uh, was a little bit anxious and not massively anxious, okay? And, um, you know, related that story to him and, um, you know, helped him get to that place where he was also okay with feeling anxious if it would happen and he would still like himself. And at the end of that conversation, you know, he was pleased. He was comfortable imagining. He couldn't get himself to feel any anxiety in however way he managed to visualize, imagine talking to this girl. Well, at the beginning of the session, he did. So there was a, a shift and change. Whether he would actually uh, be comfortable in the moment, that's to be seen. Because we can only test at the end of the session what we can test in his imagination. But he said, my imagination now more goes to it going well. I'm like, okay, great. Now go out and see what happens. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what actually happens. But at the very least, we've decreased some of his potential triggers of his social anxiety. And uh, you can do the same. All right. And what I also wanted to point out, what I pointed out to him as well, is like, I got a bit anxious. It didn't stop me. I can still live my life. I can still do the things that I want to do. And afterwards, I was like, all right, I got a bit anxious there. That's very uncommon for me these days because I've done so much in the work. Last time I got anxious before that was maybe uh, six months, uh, sorry, six weeks or two months prior when I, uh, when I was, <laughs> when I was, I did a video over that as well actually, when I was asked to come on stage uh, by a ladyboy and I had to hold the ladyboy in my hands and that was also a new experience for me and I was a bit anxious there as well. But, you know, nothing unbearable. And uh, anxiety is not this big enemy in my life anymore. I'm not afraid of it. You know, it's, it's a tremendous freedom. And so, at the end of this experience where I noticed, hey, I got anxious a bit. Uh, interesting. Let's have a look why. So I looked at what were the triggers for me that caused me to feel that way. And interestingly enough, it actually had nothing to do with the experience itself uh, in that cafe. It was more about you know, some intimacy issues that I haven't properly resolved yet about what's gonna happen in the aftermath of it. But you know, that's a different story. So anyway, I then resolved that, and then now I know that the next time I'm in a situation like that, I'm gonna have decreased anxiety or no anxiety, right? So, you know, that's just what you can do with this stuff. It's amazing. You might not uh, uh, be able to do this yourself, but you can get there uh, when, you, when, you, when you get some proper help, when you get some assistance. But there's a lot that you can do yourself. And um, you know, I, I teach you the most of what you can do yourself in, uh, uh, on my website where you can get a free social confidence starter kit where I teach you the technique. I guide you through an experience of the technique, the technique to release excessive negative emotions. It's amazing if you've never tried it. Imagine being being able to actually release some emotions, you know, instead of just trying to change your thoughts with like minimal shifts in your feelings, if, if, if at all, uh, you actually focus on a bad feeling, you do this weird technique, and a minute later, the bad feeling is gone. You know, imagine that. 
that technique I teach on my website and I teach how to use it specifically to overcome social anxiety. You can click on the link below this video where, uh, which brings you to my site or you can go to socialanxietysolutions.com and if you think I'm full of shit, that's great. You don't, have, you don't have to believe me at all. But I also have a podcast where I interview psychologists, psychotherapists, coaches, scientists, healers, best-selling authors, psychotherapists, people that have the qualifications that I don't have who say the same things that I'm telling you here. This stuff really works. It's really amazing. It can really change your life when you actually start putting it into practice. All right, hope it's been helpful. Subscribe here, wherever it is. And um, I release a video like this every Thursday. I've been doing that for a long time. First video in 2009. So hope it's been helpful. Thanks for watching. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap, <laughs> this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.